Dragon Fest. Yo, yo, yo. Y'all already know what it is. We back again, man. 30 minutes of the real. We live at the grooming room in the city of Southfield. And we got my main man, I mean, who's the owner. And so, yo, we're going to kick it up. We're going to talk about some barber stuff today, man. Let y'all check out what we deal with. Because I don't think we go through that because we barbers, but that's a lie. We're going to prove it. And with that being said, I rest my case. And uh, what else I want to say? Anything you want to say while we introing, man? No, no, bro. I'm waiting for you. You ready for me? Oh, okay. Well, it's only one man that can fight Dragon Fist and live. We'll talk about him one day. So, yo, man. What's going on with it, I mean? Oh, nothing much, man. Just moving along, trying to stay safe, man, with this um, pandemic that we're dealing with. I hear you on that, man. I hate to have to wear these masks, man. It's the worst feeling ever yes. to have to wear a mask all the yes. daggone time. But, yo, we got some other people in the building I got to make mention of. We got Master Lynn 62. Let's just give a hand for Master yo, Lynn yo. 62. Gotta say something about Master. She's been right. in the game almost a hundred years. You understand what well, I'm no, saying? No, not quite a hundred. Not quite a hundred. <laughs> She's a seasoned vet, no doubt about it. And um, gotta say what's up to like, I don't know. It's like, have you ever had a person that you meet and they so nice and they so hospitable that you wish they was your real little sister? I got somebody like that in the building today, man. And I gotta give a shout out to nobody else. But Mimi, let's just, just give Mimi a round of applause. Thank you, thank you, thank you. you know what I'm saying? And a K, uh, AKA She's in Faith. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and she do beers, man. She know what she doing, man. It's, 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 it's a great thing when you got somebody that know what they doing, man. So, I mean, uh, I done heard so many stories about her, and it was like she came up. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's the only way I can say it is she, she came up. You know what I'm saying? So I had to make note of that. Um, but, yo, man, I wanted to kick in and talk about, like, what made a person decide to become a barber because it's like it's a calling because everybody can't do it it's just like if i went out and bought a pair of you know i don't know uh pipe wrenches that don't make me a plumber that's just a dude with some pipe wrenches you know what i'm trying to say right. and cats out here you know they go and try to buy uh uh clippers from cvs and you know sears you know and get a fresh new t-shirt with the, you know what i'm saying and swear they gonna cut some hair man and so I want to ask Mimi, this is giving up South. So, so, yo, man, what, uh, what, what, what made you decide to uh, become a barber as opposed to the backyard boogie? Uh, watching Instagram, really. Watching videos, watching other people do it. And it was like, I don't know, it was just like amazing to me. Like, I just wanted to try it out. So okay. I went for it. And so what made you decide to go to school as opposed to just getting some clippers from CVS and rocking with it? I mean, I figured that was what I had to do. No. Go to school? To learn about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what's up. Because, you know, I, I, we'll get to my story later. <laughs> so, we got to ask Master Lynn 62 on Instagram. Hit her up. She do stuff. And for all y'all think she playing, she got something to say. Stop it. Y'all quit playing. Just so y'all know, man. She ain't for <laughs> no games, man. But anyway, um, what made you decide to, you know, get into the barber game as opposed to just backyard boogie? Well, actually, I was going to start out as a hairstylist. And a friend of mine said, why don't you go ahead and go to a barber school? And I, and I toyed with it back and forth. Then I said, okay, let me do it. I mean, let's try this. And how, I, many, and how many years ago was that? Over 20. See what I'm saying? You've only been living here 20. 
If her haircut skills was a person, it'd be your size and age. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> That's crazy. So last but not least, you know what I'm saying? The biggest homie, you know what I'm saying? The proprietor himself. The coolest dude ever, man. Me and this dude been knowing each other for like, I've been cutting here 14 years. I gotta say I've been knowing him like 13 and a half because he came into barber school when I met him. Never had a problem, always the same dude, you know what I'm saying? Now, I probably done made him mad at something, or he was upset at something I may have said or did, but we handled it like gentlemen and not niggas, because it's a difference, you know what I'm saying? And he always, yep, yep. he consistent, you know what I'm saying? If he mad, you wouldn't even know he mad, unless, you know, he just told you he was mad. So, this is a dude I respect, that's the only reason I'm saying that, because I am. But anyway... What made you decide to get into the barbering game, man, as opposed to, I don't know, any other thing you could got yourself into? I, I, I had a vision. I seen the, uh, I, I like paper. Okay. I, like I seen the money that was in it and what can be generated through right. it. So I, 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 I put my bid in on it, went to school, got my license, and uh, took it from there. And uh, it's, a, it's, a, hey, it's a good bread one. That's what's up, man. That is what's up, man. Well, I know y'all done heard my story a thousand, thousand times on this podcast, but it's a consistent story because it's the truth. I got into barbering because of my younger brother. And uh, before I was a barber, I was a pastry chef. I was at the Rooster Tail Super Bowl party. I thought I was going to get a dump check for all the work I was putting in. And when I got my check, I was so disappointed. I told the uh, pastry chef, I'm like, yo, we are at-will employees, right? And he was like, yeah, that means y'all can fire us at any time because we at-will, right? He was like... Yeah. I said, well, in reverse, you know that means we can quit at any time. Deuces. And after that, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how I felt, man. Yo, I was, I was like, I do my own thing. And um, I was, never forget, I was driving down 75 and I called my younger brother. You know, he told me about barber school. And uh, he, said, he said, what you need to do is get this barber money. You get paid every day. And there's no limit to what you can make in one day. So you might make your whole check at your job. You could, you know, and what you take two weeks, you can make in a day if you if you hold it down. That's so, be about your business. That's right. And so the, um, he told me that on a Tuesday and Wednesday, I was registered at Michigan Barber School. And uh, no, Thursday. It was a Thursday. And uh, I'll never forget. So, you know, that's that's how I personally got into the game. And I've been here 14 years and I love it. It's, it's cool. It's easy. You know, it, it has its moments. And uh, it's a beautiful thing, man. So, I have a question. Yes. How you feel about the bootleggers out here that are unlicensed in, in these shops? I got one thing to say. Stop it. Y'all quit playing. That's what I really want to tell them, you know what I'm saying? Because an unlicensed barber, to me, I don't, I don't diss them because I don't know what the circumstances surrounding their life that caused mm -hmm. them not to go to school and want to be licensed and understand what the universal blood precaution is and how to recognize a skin and scalp disorder and just spraying your clippers every day with the spray don't make you uh, a sanitary barber, you know what I'm trying to say? But uh, I don't hate on them. I just right. try to encourage them as much as I can to get that Elroy because without the license, you just a dude or a female that cut hair, you're not a barber. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, that's mainly it, you know, what... Yeah. When I'm in a situation, I remember working at one shop where I was licensed and the other cat wasn't. I would try to cut the death out of my clients to show him out. Like, you don't know. Oh, you don't know this? Let me show you about this. You don't know how to do, oh, you don't know how to do a steam hot towel station? I was doing the whole complete service just to get him away from me. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, get your game up. Because I'm not about to sit up here and let you take what could be potentially my money 
because I'm the one that the state recognizes as a licensed professional. You just a dude, you know, you bootlegging. It's like being a scab working at the plant. You know what I'm trying to say? You ain't even a union cat, but you in there doing the work for a union. You know? It's that kind of thing. So, you know, I don't hate them, but at the end of the day, Robert, stop it. Y'all quit playing. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, my question, um, like again, I gotta I gotta go to Mimi because she the youngest, you know, she's the young young cub in the room. Um, so far, what's been one of like your uh, one of your greatest Marvel moments where you was like, "Yo, I actually did that." Probably when I was able to do his beard right, like get that, that line. Oh, the swoop on oh, I mean his beard. That was like two weeks ago. That Nike swoop. Yeah, the swoop. She, she, Finally being able to do that. Yeah, it took me forever to learn how to do that. Really? Yeah. Man, shout out for learning how to do the gear, man. I, I didn't even know. I'm thinking she about to say, you know what I'm saying, I made that like $1,000 in a week. She just hit me with the, I got the swoop down on the beard. I was like, yeah. Dang, I didn't know that. I feel I'm proud to be here, you know what I'm saying, a part of that. You know, I remember when you was a scrub. I get to say that forever. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. So, Master Lynn 62, what was like, I know you've been in the game for quite a while, so you got a lot of awesome moments and a lot of good memories you could, you could bring out. But let's just narrow it down because you can reach so far back in your memory to pull out some stuff. In recent, in, in, uh, let's say in recent history, uh, what, would, what would you think, uh, what would you say uh, was like a great Barbara moment for you? Being able to do the taper without a line, a weight line in it. For real? For real. To actually see a taper and see that elevation. Serious? Yes. See, man, I know y'all out there listening thinking it'd be that big stuff like, yo, my man flew me out to Africa to tighten me up or something like that. It'd be little stuff, man. I guess when you've been in the game that long and you constantly challenging yourself to uh, get better, that's, it'd be the little stuff that gets you excited. So what about you, Vic? I mean, what, what was the, a, a great moment in barbering history? In recent history for you a great moment in barber history uh-huh um instagram word yeah instagram you got to break that down for me well instagram opened up an avenue of uh unseen and untalented barbers that we couldn't see now we um instagram made it a way that we could see and and, and see their style of cutting and uh all the, the professionalism and uh, um, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. I the, see what you're saying. The, the fades and yeah, all that, the exposure not, to what they're doing right, in other places and what's right, hot over there right. as opposed it's to what's a, over it's, here. It's, I got it's it. a great learning tool, right? Along, right along with YouTube. Oh man, the, the tutorials on you, YouTube, yes, sir. Where you can learn a lot of things for free, right? On uh, on haircutting, you can learn in your draws. You know what exactly. I'm trying to say? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, y'all don't wear draws, yeah. but you know what I'm talking about. I mean, that that right. <laughs> That right there is a is a is a major come up in the uh, barber industry as far, uh, as far as learning and bettering yourself as a barber. I hear you on that. Uh, for me personally, was learning how to do the man weave, and I learned that working uh, when I was working at a plant. At a, uh, I was working at a plant, and this dude kept coming up to me saying, "I heard that you can paint, and you can draw a little bit." You know, I'm like, "Yeah, I'm thinking he wanted me to do something for him, but commissioned me to do a piece." And he pulled out this uh, picture on his phone and was like, "Yo, can you do this?" And it was a picture of a dude who had the George Jefferson. And then the next picture, he didn't have the George Jefferson. I'm like, nah, man, I can't do that. I, he said, you a licensed barber, right? I'm like, yeah, I am, but I can't do that. And he was like, oh, all right, man. And so I ain't think nothing. I was like, dang, that's crazy. I don't even know how to do that. I was like, I've seen it. I heard about it. 
but I never really took it under my wing. Cause did a man win? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I got. What, the what was it? What was it? Uh, how much time did it take? It took maybe forty-five minutes. Forty-five minutes. You know, because the things he had to do on his end, he right. did, and by the time he got to me. I was ready to just knock it right out, you know, and it's more prep time than it is anything else. Yeah. And um, um, he kept to me again and was like, yo, man, you can't do this. You know, and it was like the hustler in me was like, this dude is trying to throw money in your pocket, man. You better get this money. Right. And so I was like, you know what, my guy, I'm going to go take a class and I'm going I'm to I'm learn how to do it and I'm going to hook you up. And you know how cats be like, oh, okay. So, you know, another week, I think, and a half went by, I'm dragging my feet like, you come in, yo, son, you take that class yet? What's good? I'm like, yo, he's serious, serious. So I took the class. I paid the dude. He showed me. I said, man, come on, let's do it. And um, at the time, I wasn't cutting at any shot. I was just working out of my house. And uh, he came through. And he definitely he didn't necessarily have a George Jefferson, per se. But, you know, the windshield had a big crack in it. Let's just put it like that. And so I had to do some patchwork. And once I did it, and uh, I took pictures of it, and um, he saw the work and was like, man, this is crazy. Like, shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was a geek. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I was I was happy because I'm like, damn, I did that shit. That was like one of my great moments because I was like, I can't believe I just learned this Thursday. You know what I'm saying? The, I know the money is good. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, I had to pay $200 yeah. for the class, and I made the $200 right back. So it's almost like I learned it for free because I learned it on like a Tuesday and then the uh, Wednesday of the next week is when I had to do it in the chair and did it. But it's also about, you know, going to the beauty supply, learning how to match up the hair to who it is you got to put this work on uh, to the hair weave to match. It's, right. it's, you, have, you have to do that. And uh, I would definitely say it's about the products you use. And um, I, I found out about like, like the glue that I use cost $100. Mm. But just the glue mm. when you put this hair on. For the glue? A hundred bucks for a little thing of yeah, that I have, big. I have a little thing of tube of glue, and it cost me fifty. Yeah, I took a class some, as well. It's some type of special bond they make for wigs, yeah. and that stuff don't move, man. And you know, knowing that you got to use your every barber that's worth their weight or that's been in the game long enough got a clipper uh, but, but graveyard. He, you got to use some old clippers to right. cut that synthetic oh, okay. hair. Well, here's my concern. Uh huh. How, I mean, I mean, as far as the scalp. How mm -hmm. healthy is it for the scalp? It's it's it, it it's it's healthy. You know, you have to prep the scalp just uh, like we do when we do shades. We have to prep the skin for the straight razor stuff like that. It's the same way. Like you have to, you know, make sure the scalp is clean. You have to use an astringent to get all the dead skin, dirt, and debris off. And then you apply the glue. You let it dry. And I'm talking real fast because I had to pay for that. You know, and the game is to be sold, not told. But the whole point of it is, you definitely have to prep the scalp. And uh, depending on, like, I will say, if you use human hair, it lasts longer than synthetic hair. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because anything else outside of that, you can come see me at 20119 Evergreen at the grooming room. And for all that I thought we was playing, <laughs> I just got to let you know, we ain't for no games over here. So play if you want to. Play if you want to. <laughs> well, you know, but... Um, Try not to be long winded, but that was it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And, and uh, at the grooming room, we keeping it safe for y'all. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Uh, rock, yeah, we got Rock Films in the building. Shout out to Rock Films, man, making it all possible for us to talk to you today. Hey man, pan the room so they can see the cleanliness of God that go on around here. Do you see that? You see what I'm saying? Go ahead, pan it, man. Just you know, slow, take your time. They probably can't see it because they thin, but we got shields in between each station. 
we got the UV lights that when we're not here that, that cleans the air for us and it, it kills the germs. Yeah, we got all of that. You know what I'm saying? And you definitely getting your temp temperature taken and you definitely got to wear a mask. Right. And you're definitely you're safe at the grooming room. That's right. The grooming room. Come holler at us. Everybody in here got a license, so you ain't got to worry about the backyard boogie going on. If, 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 if we hey, see hey. That's right. You know, shout out to licensed barbers all over the place, man, because, you know, they out here, man. So, you know, we here, we live and well. Um, so, yo, man, as far as, like, uh, what was, like, one of the worst? Because I can't ask you about the greatest moment without talking about, like, what was one of your worst barber moments? Now, you was like, OMG. Oh, man, my worst barber moment was... Uh when I found out this crazy activity going on inside the shop that I had to deal with. So hold on, when you say you had to deal with it, that means you wasn't, in a, you wasn't in a situation where you could just leave or address it. You just had to thug it out. I, yeah, I had to. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a habit with um, barbershop owners letting, letting barbers come in and kind of control the shop. Right. And, uh, this one particular incident, this this guy was wanted to do what he wanted to do as far as uh, selling things that he wasn't supposed to sell in the barber. Say less. Yeah, you so, ever been in a black barbershop? This Detroit, you already know what he owned. But anyway, right. go ahead. Yeah, so I had to, I, I had to, you know, I had to give him his papers, man. I had to tell him he had to walk. That's what's up. Because you know, I, I, I wouldn't have him. Oh, oh, okay. I feel you with that. Because I'm, I don't know. My worst barbershop moment was I didn't know people get their hair cut when they drunk. <laughs> it was the worst thing in my life, man. You talking about this dude was drunk. He came in with one of them tall cans of Schlitz, malt liquor, whatever he was drinking. It was one of them tall, stupid cans. And he was like, yeah, young fella. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get a, uh, let me get a, uh, let me get a caper. You know, and I'm like, all right. You know what I'm saying? Because I was still in school when this happened. So, I mean, I'm cutting his hair to the best of my ability. And, you know, the cast that's around me that was, it was a few of us that all were in barber school together. All of us worked at this particular shop. Uh -huh. And so I'm, my boy's looking at him because I'm looking at them like, is this all right? You know what I'm saying? That's how we used to do to make sure we was up on the up and up or whatever. They was like, you in the game. So I was like, okay, man. I showed him the mirror. And he looked and was like, man, what the hell is this? I was like, oh, no. You know what I'm saying? My heart started racing because I ain't never had an upset customer before. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking like, his haircut look clean to me. So... The owner of the shop was like, man, just come over to my chair. I'm going to hook you up. And he was like, he looked back at me like, watch this. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay. So all he did, I mean, all he did, Mimi, all he did, Masterland 62, all he did was sit him in a chair, put the cape on him, turned his liners on and held him to his ear and was moving him back and forth like this and was like, all right. And dude was like, yeah, baby, that's what I'm talking about. I was like, this is bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, after he left, I was like, man, what's that all about? He said, man, you got to learn and you got to be able to watch cats' body language and how they acting. That dude was drunk as a skunk, man. He just had the money for a haircut. See, I ain't do nothing to his hair, but I still got that hot tan off of him. You know what I'm saying? He hit him. You know what I'm saying? He said, and so that was, for me, was the worst moment because the dude was, like, talking like he was about to call some people up there. And I'm like, wait a minute, man. You don't want me to call my people up here. You don't know me from nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Or who I'm connected with. It was just crazy, man. And so that was, like, my worst Barber moment, being scared because I cut a drunk person here. <laughs> quit laughing, Mimi, because that really happened, man. You know what I'm saying? Stop it. You know Y'all quit playing. Yeah, it was for real. Because at that time, I was like, I'm fighting for my life. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all killing me with this. 
So that's what I was on back then, man. It was crazy, man. So so let me ask you this, Master Lynn 62. What's what do you think the barber game is going now since we have to practice even more sanitation and infectious disease control? What what do you think the future is gonna look like for the barber game? I think it's gonna be great. You know, for those that are dedicated to 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 their craft. Mm-hmm. I think we all look excel. Okay, what about you, Mimi? What you think the barbering game going to in the sense that, you know, we got to practice more sanitation? Yeah, I think it'll, it'll you know, get better. You know what I'm saying? You know, people, I feel like it'll be more of a, of like a, a, a welcoming environment because it's like, I mean, it's nice and clean in here. You know right, right, saying? right. What about you, big homie? Uh, sanitation. Sanitation is, uh, it's, it's the number one thing we should pay attention to. No clean, doubt. Clean your, your, your shop should look to be as clean as a clinic. Okay, right on. One. Right. And then practicing the sanitation, uh, um, making sure your, your implements are uh, clean, mm-hmm. uh, sanitized, your uh, uh, combs and brushes thoroughly sanitized, hands washed. That's something you're supposed to be doing anyway. That's what's up. You're yeah. absolutely correct. We're supposed to wash our hands between each client. Absolutely. Yeah. So actually, we're just bringing back. The old school way of barber. Exactly. Minus the mask. I feel you on that. Well, okay. Well, for me personally, I love it. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I got to agree with the big homie. I mean, he said everything, you know. Shout out to I mean for talking all professional and shit. Sound like a licensed professional in the city of Detroit. You know what I'm saying? I respect that. But he actually was dropping a bunch of facts. And um, I agree with The only thing I personally uh, don't like is wearing these masks. And, you know, it's, it's I just hate it. But it is what it is. Um, I think that... Doing this is going to expose a lot of barbershops that's not up to par. It's going to cause the city to really come down and start padlocking shops that ain't on their game. And uh, me and I mean was just talking about that a few days ago. You remember, uh, Lynn, yeah. you want to brought to us that, yeah, they shut yeah. down eight shops up here so far. So Yeah, they're shutting them down. Yeah, so all you barbers out here that don't know what infectious disease control is, universal blood precaution and sanitation and infectious disease control, your ass is in trouble. And as soon as they lock your shit down, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> your ass should have went to school and got a barber license. I got a whole damn documentary on YouTube about how to get the barber license. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if you don't get one, all that's on you, man. You did that to yourself. So yeah, yeah, you yeah. Come, y'all, y'all come, come see us. Come see us at the green room. No Two, doubt, man. Zero one one nine West Twelve Mile Road. That's we where we you. at. That's what's up, man. And I just want everybody out there to know that um, uh, it's a serious business as far as being a barber, but it, 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 and, and you have to respect the business side of it because it's a lot of fun being a barber too. I'm, I would be foolish and lying if I said it's all serious and we in here, just everything serious and it's tight. That ain't even the atmosphere of the barbershop. You know, it's an art and it's a science. And you know, a lot of cats out here know the science behind doing a fade, but they don't know the art of it. You know what I'm saying? And just like uh, uh, Master Lynn 62 just told us a few moments back, her greatest moment was making sure that her demarcation lines was out of phase and tapers and stuff. And she was like, it was cool to be able to see that, like, that joint got an elevation on it. You know what I'm saying? Me, I just say it look airbrushed. You know what I'm saying? It, well, you don't you don't know where it start or stop, but you look at it and it's right there. You know, that's that's the art part of it. You know what I'm trying to say? Cause uh man, I done seen cats, man, try to use uh Remember that spray? I can't even think of the name of it. It was a spray we used to use to put the hairline on. It was coming a bottle about this big. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. What's the name of that, man? Come on, help us out. You know the only every, thing uh, I remember is uh, high beans. Harry, that's what I'm talking about, high beans. I remember this dude 
in school, his high beams was so black, it looked like a chalkboard on my man's head because he took his line back with a straight razor and couldn't fix it. And you know, Mr. Armin had to go in there and calm the guy down. You know, he ready to burn the school down, to, you know, ashes behind that junk man. He was like, you know, he didn't, I don't know what Mr. Armin said to dissolve the situation, but when I seen all that high beams, I was like, man, most of these people not using it as an uh, enhancement, they're using it to cover up mistakes. And that's why I'm a big proponent of not being allowed to use that stuff in barber school. Learn how to actually cut some hair first. You know, that stuff is enhancements, you know. Right. And, uh, you know, it's, it's funny that the enhancement game has changed because you remember black ice was hot for a minute. Mm -hmm. Everybody had black ice. A $20 aerosol can that ran like a, somebody scared. I hated that shit, but it was $20. <laughs> And everybody wanted it. And then um, as of late, then I came out with the, uh, what is it? Uh, the hair fibers. Now, yeah. Some cats use straight black. You know, I, I learned from dealing with some Shaolin masters, they mix they black with dark brown to give it more of a natural look because nobody hair is as black as a thousand midnights. I don't care who you are. So uh, he told me to try mixing it with the black and the dark brown, half and half it. So, oriental black? With dark brown or just yeah, the Oriental black and dark brown. brown. I'm talking about, talking about, I'm talking about uh, the hair fibers. Oh, the hair fibers. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and I didn't believe him until I got back because I was at the Browner Brothers Hair Show and one of my boys that live in Atlanta was down uh -huh. there. And he was telling me he's from Detroit, but he was like, "Yo, I know you back at home, man. Look, don't be using this hair fiber stuff straight black." He said, "Cause that's that's not even real. If you mix it with the dark brown, I promise you, if you don't go too heavy with it, it's gonna look natural." Sure enough, man, I got back home, I tried what he said, and it was 100, you know what I'm saying? I've been doing that ever since. And then, um, you know, I stopped using uh, holding spray unless it's, I don't even know who it was made by. I just know it's in a yellow can and it looked like a roach can spray. You know what I'm saying? It's at my station right now. That stuff worked, you know what I'm saying? And I don't use the uh, hair fibers on brush cuts simply because it's a brush cut. They definitely about to brush that out. And I got that first-hand experience from my main man, Rock Films, behind the camera. Shout out to Rock Films for brushing out all that shit in his head, making me realize that ain't the shit I need to be using no more. <laughs> At least not on a brush cut. If you got an afro or something, I'm on you. But with the brush cut, you definitely got to use the airbrush simply because if they brushing their hair, they can't brush out something that's airbrushed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? I know I said brush, brush, but you get the picture because he was brushing out stuff and I come home looking in the sink. Like he tried to clean it up, but I'm my eyes, I, I know that I'm like, you done brushed all that stuff right on out. I was like, you know what? I ain't never doing that no more. So that was the lesson I got on it. So that's why I use the airbrush. And even with the airbrush, man, uh, shout out to my main man, Jamal. He's not here with us today. The whole Groomer Room fam ain't here right now. Jamal had to go on some business out in Belgium right quick, but he'll be back. And uh, <laughs> what he did was he the one educated me, man, on the airbrush game. I knew how to do it. I was using it. But I would always wonder why when I used the airbrush, it would always spatter and it wouldn't come out fluid like his would. His would come out. I would watch. I'm like, man, how is his flowing like that? And he, you know what I'm saying? I got an airbrush history. I was airbrushing T-shirts in the 90s. How is this not working? And I went to him and I shut up and listened when the man had something to say. You know, sometimes... You go to barbers and you want to ask them a question about something they did or done or have or something, and then you want to out talk them. As a barber, you gotta learn how to shut the. You gotta learn how to Yo, listen to people. Because they do, they be killing me with that. That's why I stopped teaching at the barber school. I was teaching them how to use the straight razor, and the dude gonna try to tell me, well, how I do it is. I'm like, hold up, player. 
You signed up for this. I was here when you walked through the door. You're not on my level. So quit trying to out talk me and let me teach the people that want to learn something. I used to have that conversation with somebody every daggone day. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going back to the shop. Because I ain't got to deal with none of this. This is going to sit down. I'm going to kick it with my people. And I'm going to make my money. And they out of here. But anyway, Jamal told me, what's the percentage? Well, I mean, your ratio. I was using uh, two ounces of the color and one ounce of the alcohol. He was like, no, bro. That's thick like maple syrup, man. What you trying to do out here? So he was like, nah, man. You're going to use one ounce or two ounces of the, of the alcohol. You want it thin. And so I've had to reluctantly as they say, step on it so many times. So I got it so thin <laughs> that when I use my airbrush and that's go around, it was A1. And I've been on that ever since, you know what I'm saying? So like I said, shout out to Jamal, man, because he didn't have to tell me that. I could have been over there struggling down the depth of the woodpecker. But the homie came in and rescued me. and was like, nah, man, it's how you do it, man. So, you know, I thought that was dope, man. So any old way, anything y'all, you want to give a shout out to, Miss Lynn. It's a thousand people out here, you know. Who you want to shout out to? Barbara Gang. Shout out to the Barber game as a whole. These Clippers, they wouldn't be nothing without our hands on it. It'd just be a piece of metal sitting in the case somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Anybody you want to shout out, Mimi? I want to shout out myself. Hell yeah, <laughs> shout out to Mimi, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> Fuck all y'all. <laughs> I love me. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Anybody you want to shout out, I mean. Hey, Shout out to the Groomer Room family. Word. Shout out to the Groomer Room, man. We out here, man. We out here, man. And I definitely want to give a shout out to Rock Films, my main man. This is my son. I love that little nigga. <laughs> and he need a haircut, so I had to come get him in the shop today because he looking like he, he got a job and everything, looking bad, <laughs> trying to grow his hair, man. So I'm, I got to get him together, man. I want to give a shout out to the grooming room family myself you know uh i want to get a double honor to my man i mean gave us the opportunity to come in here and do this podcast for everybody this is just the first one it's gonna get greater it's gonna get bigger i don't know what we're gonna do how we're gonna do it but we smart all of us are cast technicians i'm just playing i ain't go to cast i went to muffer like a mug man <laughs> but anyway we're gonna make it happen man uh, gotta give another shout out to jamal man i don't know what he's doing man he got somewhere inventing something man being mathematical and scientific man last time i saw him he was cutting hair in a suit i was like what is you man what is you on today bro you feel that nice he went and got his dreadlocks tightened all the way up and came in here with a straight up suit on i was like he looked like my man one time or whatever he was I'm from barbershop the dude that walked in and had the suit on that was jamal that day but i went home tripping like he really cutting in the vest you know what i'm saying and hard bottles man man you want to go change my shirt you know what i'm saying uh also i want to give a shout out to um everybody out there that's licensed man that's that's doing this thing professionally man everybody that's that's really about the barbering business and the art and science and um last but not least i want to give a shout out to myself like mimi fuck that shout out to Dave. boy you was though you be doing some stuff little nigga boy Woo! if your pops can see you nah and um so with that being said man this was 30 minutes of the reels i'm glad y'all tuned in i want y'all to go home man oh i gotta give a special shout out to cats that got them bumps on the back of their necks y'all need them dirty ass bumps <laughs> nasty motherfuckers. i want to give a shout out to them man y'all just terrible out here man but anyway, way that was 30 other minutes of the reels i'm glad y'all tuned in stay tuned for next week thanks for looking at the live stream man we appreciate it and we talk to y'all next time peace peace